to Ethernautica, an actual play podcast playing a Space 1889 game with the mythos and creatures of H.P. Lovecraft. I am your Game Master, Double Deadline, and joining me today on my left is Stylus, playing the role of Daisuke Hana. On my right is Kelly, playing the role of Rose Worthington. Playing remotely with us today is Emily, playing the role of Hellcat Pauline. And currently taking a nap at the back of the studio is Mike. Eventually, hopefully, he will be playing the role of Felix Lee. And let's jump into it with a recap of our last episode. Having survived the all-out assault on the Worthington dinner party, our party has tracked the assailants to a bar in the Boston Harbor called the Drunken Mermaid. Wearing the armor and face masks of the mercenaries, They've bluffed their way into the back room and are accosted by the middleman who had hired the mercenaries who has asked them to remove their face masks. Yes, I'm sure that our employer would have uh, would have loved that. Who are you? I don't know you. I apologize. <laughs> I Hmm. Let's see. My my name is Daisuke. Okay. And who do you who vouched for you? Was he? Is, okay, I'll put her hand up. <laughs> and which one are you? Take off those fucking masks. I can't tell you apart in this stupid getup. Why? <laughs> just, She's just gonna shake her head. Nope. It was a very long fight. You do not want what is inside of the the, the, bo- the body odor. I mean, I can smell it from here. Everything smells like horse. Okay, I'm going to have all three of you roll initiative. I know this was coming. Okay. Yeah, I was like, yep. We, we, we got pretty far. Ooh. Oh. Oh, shit. I botched. <gasps> On Uh-oh. initiative, it's fine. It's just you, a botch. Did you only roll one die? I rolled two. Oh. What did, what did Rose get? Twelve. Well, okay. What did Hellcat get? Eight. Eight. And you got a two? Mm-hmm. Can I call in Moonshadow? Yeah. Charge in? Yeah, on your first turn. Okay, cool. However, Rose is moving first. So Rose at the top of the order and sees him lunging for something on his desk. I pull out my future gun and I point it at him. It's like, halt. Oh, no. She says, stand and deliver. Oh, good. Yay! Okay, roll. Uh, <laughs> it's a classic Don't now. Have intimidation. Just roll straight agility against his. Okay. What is your agility? Is that a d6 because of my armor? Oh right. Okay. I got a four. Well, he gets to his gun first. I have a scary looking gun though. Yeah. As in, it doesn't look right. So he he has his gun in his hand right now, but I got a I got a straight up six. You did. So he gets to his gun and he points it back at you. Mm-hmm. So you're in a Mexican standoff yes. now. You're both pointing at each other, so it's a it's a at this point it's will. So uh, roll I, your willpower for what? Better than that. Seven. Okay, so he he puts his hands up because he's outnumbered, and you've got a scary-looking gun pointed at him. He says, "Who are you people, and what do you want?" We want information. Hellcat's gonna just open up her visor and say, "We're the ones who survived." 
but we ain't yours. We are taking that. We are taking the money, though. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> well, I only brought enough to pay off these guys, so if if the job was a success, wait. <laughs> He's not catching on, is he? Yeah, no, he's the just house? he's just catching on. It's like <laughs> the house is empty. <laughs> like, they won't be coming to collect. Huh. So Alright, well, whatever. No skin off my back. <laughs> I get paid either way. So you guys want the money? Take the money. I was gonna pay these guys anyway. <laughs> we need to know where the money is coming from. Well, that wouldn't be very good for business, would it? No, that would not. What would your successor say? Intimidation. <gasps> yep. Basically just four. Okay, yeah, that's more than what he just rolled. <laughs> so, like, you physically can't fail to intimidate him at this point. Okay. So you guys are... You basically intimidate him to the point where he's like, this isn't worth it. Fuck, I didn't get paid that much. Yeah, it was Carlisle and Sons. Carlisle and Sons. Carlisle and Sons told me to take out the Worthingtons and anyone else in the building... Because I guess they don't like the uh, the competition that you guys are doing. And if we could create an international incident, then that would be a bonus. Rose takes off her freaking face because she's shocked. She's like, say what? So, I see you're still alive. So, those boys were shit. Send- what? Does the Carlisle and Sons name mean anything? Oh, yeah. It's been like, your, your father has been just pissed off at this whole group for the longest goddamn time. The whole reason he's joined up with the society is to compete with them because they're, he knows they're signed up with the Edison company. Rose was just so like assuming it was anything but her family that mm-hmm. she's like surprised. Okay. She's like literally shocked right now. Did they hire you for any other jobs? They hire me for a lot of jobs, usually off planet. They, I'm, Look, I'm a clearinghouse for mercenaries, okay? That's my business and he waves his hand over his desk. Then I will actually just leave one of my knives that says my uh, name mm-hmm. on there. It's like, if you if you happen to need me, like, <laughs> I might need money. I, I might need a job later. I killed many of your men. I, you, I'm so, I, I assume you are looking for... You have plenty of... Are you seriously open. looking for a new job in front of Rose? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> like I want him as a good contact. We're, we're going to leave him alive. We, we are going to... Re- He's networking. We are going to leave him <laughs> alive. Networking. Yes. And just like nodding. And then I'd like... That's up to Rose at this yeah, point. He Rose just, has like, not just... murdered anybody who hasn't first tried to murder her. So she's not going to kill these people. But he has tried to murder you. He's sent an army of mercenaries after Carlisle you. Carlisle and Son sent him. Yeah. Okay. We do not kill. We do not kill the messengers, but we can cut fingers off. It is something that we do. But you know, let's let, let us talk. He taps the knife you left on his desk, and he says, "Well, so long as you don't tell them you heard it from me." And he looks between you and says, "Well, if that's all of our business, uh, I do have a my own business to run here. So I wish you all a good night." And I'd like to have a moment alone with him. And I'd say, I would like to speak with you alone. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then I say, what do you know of the Black Talon? Black Talon? Uh, just, I've heard rumors that they're some kind of big crime syndicate working out of Japan. Have they exp- have they expanded here? Uh, no, but I heard they were in Hawaii. Thank you. And then 
it's one more last look at the rose about him. Do I kill him? Or just, okay, there you go. She shakes her head. Okay, yeah, she shakes her head. Yeah. <laughs> dice gate, lead, dice gate uh, last one out. Okay, so you guys have left back into the bar. Another $10 on the table. Another round. Everybody cheers. Yay! Rose might raise an eyebrow at that. She's starting to wonder if Daisuke doesn't understand how uh, American no. currency works. <laughs> I haven't bothered to check. I've just been spending rich people money. I don't yeah. shit. Okay, so you guys do that, and you guys head out. That's like $100 or something yeah, like easily. that. You've just spent like $200 in a bar, yeah. which isn't terrible. No. Decent, but, you know. It's a good night. Okay, so. For everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. They're not killing us, and that's, I don't have to kill them. I'm running out of knives. So you guys head out. So uh, Fucking butter knives. <laughs> you guys just head out to Moonshadow and Zola. Yeah. I'm putting my gun away. Okay, so what are you guys going to do? Are you guys going to head back to the house? I don't uh, see why not. We have uh, no more information unless we go to like the Russian syndicate or whatever. I mean, the Russian embassy or whatever to go meet up with Daryl for the next episode. But, <laughs> um, so as you guys get back out to... Zola and Moonshadow, another Martian walks up, and you recognize her as one of Mrs. Norton's bodyguards. Okay. Ooh, shit. Okay, go ahead. And she is... Did we beat her there? Is that what this is? Huh? Did we just... Is it just that we beat her there? No, something happened to her. So she comes over to you calmly, and she greets you. Good evening. And she hands you an invitation. Was it another dinner party? <laughs> Even Rose is like, this is ridiculous, but she'll take it. And she, it's basically just a handwritten note mm-hmm. in, inside of a fancy envelope. And it's, although her handwriting is very good. And she's like, dear Miss Worthington, would you please meet me at my club? I have some things I would like to discuss. Signed, Mrs. Irene Norton. Let's go. Is that, is that the society for... Blah, 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 or is it a different club? It's a, the address is for a different cl- club. It's a it's a ladies' club. Or actually, it's it's just an address, but you don't recognize the address. Okay. Um, does it have like a time? Uh, no, but you can ask the messenger. She hasn't left. Oh, is there a particular time? At your earliest convenience, tonight would be ideal. I help Rose onto a uh, moon shadow, and. I'm going to walk. I'm not going to make you walk. <laughs> oh, I'm in pants. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing... How far is it? You're wearing a lot of armor. Not far. It's still in the, the harbor area. Get on the I've damn I've been horse. following you since uh, the house. We weren't necessarily trying to be stealthy. Okay. No. Uh, all right. I guess I'm, I'm going to go to this meeting. It's up to you guys what you want to do. I work for you. Uh, you do work for me. Hellcat does not, though. Hmm. Doesn't she? I'm. She's been hanging around for fun. Yeah. I have not paid her. We've not arranged anything. Everything was just yeah. like, I owe you. If you want to stay with us as long as you like, you're free to. I will help you get where you're going. But did you want to bring this up with her? We talked about it already. Oh, okay. This was a previous episode. Okay. Yeah. All right. And she's just hasn't left yet. Yeah. That's that's interesting. <laughs> so it's it's an interesting <laughs> dynamic. You you. By the way, Hellcat, you're not getting paid. You're just hanging around because you like you you like uh, the company. I handed I mean, like, ten dollars. If, if she needed money, Rose would give it to her. But Rose hasn't hired her for anything. Okay, so. Uh, but also everything you know, anything Hellcat has needed has been paid for, covered. So mm-hmm. yeah, basically hanging out with rich people, rich person. So, yeah. So do you y'all go to the club 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 club? <laughs> Rose goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Let's go. Let I us go to the crab. Hellcat would... <laughs> would go if Rose was fine. Okay. So you guys go to the club, club, club. So the what it's called? no, the club, no, no, club, no. Club. no, no. <laughs> I hope so. It's super popular. You guys go to the address, <laughs> and there's no. Basically, the address is an alleyway. Like, it's in between two buildings, and there's no number. I mean, it the number is on the address, but basically the number that you were given doesn't really exist, but logically it should just be between these two buildings, and it's just like an alleyway that leads back behind the buildings. I eye the Martian kind of suspiciously. Is she coming with us or no? Yes. There's a lot of people on this horse. She, she motions that the Martian can go first. <laughs> okay, and she walks into the alleyway. I'll follow. Okay. So you eventually you get to a door with a slat in it, and she knocks on the door like a special knock. And it's clear this is a very private establishment. Tapping up careless whisper on the on the on the metal. <laughs> so a slot opens and she mutters something to the person behind it, and the door opens fully and she walks inside. The door is still open for you guys. Following. Okay. I'm assuming if she said I could come now, she sees how I'm dressed, I'm not going to worry about it. So there is music coming out from from inside of this. It's Was I kind allowed of, in? Huh? Was I allowed in? Uh, yes. Okay, continue. Sorry. Start so on. there is lively music coming from inside, and the walls are lined with red velvet. This has been a very busy night. Yes. So inside there... It's kind of a, a music hall. What kind of music? A lively kind of old-timey music. Like there is, a, there's to. like a fiddle, there's like a squeeze box type of thing going on, and there are people like singing. Anybody dancing, actually dancing? Yes, as a matter of fact. There are ladies in kind of risque outfits, kind of like from, um, you know, like in the Wild West, how like basically mm-hmm. like... Can-can kind of... Yeah, yeah, can-can style, like how whores would dress, basically. Their skirts are, like, up to, like, their thighs, and they're wearing, like, lacy lacy underthings, basically, and, like, feathers in their hair. Now, no, you know, complete, like, states of undress. Like, no one is... There's no... There's not a lot of exposed flesh, but it's certainly indecent. This is probably what Rose thinks the Wild West is. Yes, basically. (laughs) We are in Boston still. I know. So they're wearing way too much makeup, you know, and everything. And there are ladies dressed in suits Ooh. and, uh, you know, a couple of guys, too. But they're just kind of there having a good time uh, some playing cards. There's a lot of cigar smoke in the air. And they're just having a good time. And you spot Irene at her own private booth smoking a cigar. Everyone, uh, I'm assuming. And she's dressed in a suit at this point with a top hat on the table. Let's see. Follow. Uh, Miss, Miss Worthington takes the lead. Yeah, I'm going to go over. I was in invited i'll go approach the table at least okay so you're there and she says miss worthington and your guest please have a seat and she gestures towards her booth mrs norton and i'll have a seat you all sit down yes (laughs) zola doesn't sit she just kind of stands by your table Mm -hmm. does hellcat sit down with them yes okay so she says I apologize for not discussing this while we were all together at the house, but I was a little upset because of what transpired. With the murder and the mayhem and the fire? Oh, that as well. Yes. And she just goes on and doesn't address that. (laughs) She says, I would like to discuss, in private, the business of the upcoming mission, Miss Worthington. I have been meaning to ask you several things. 
For example, I am more or less aware of what happened on the train at this point, just by the evidence presented, but I was wondering, do you know whether Dr. Maplefield survived? I had not seen him, I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, I had not seen him since before the incident. Was he alive the last time you saw him? Yes. And she files that away mentally and is like, Do you know what went wrong with the Shambler that allowed it to phase? I was not in the room with the Shambler when the event occurred. I was. I was there. What happened? Let's see. I... I pull out, uh, if I still have it on me, uh, the that uh, phonograph uh, thing that last. You I, know, I've I, had it on me, and I, I, we never got to it. Yeah. And it was like this is like the only way I could see that this is ever going to come back in. I, I we, seriously. We got the gramophone. Thought, yeah. And then he went to go steal from the register, mm-hmm. and it kind of derailed that entire yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just like just so you got anyone, uh, this could be in the bloopers, but we have just started editing those episodes, <laughs> and we've had like three. I think there was three chances where I could have listened to this fucking thing, and it just like I pulled this out and. I was examining this prop device, and... (laughs) Uh, To be clear, uh, we took a significantly long pause in the game at this point in order to determine that the wax cylinder recovered from the jungle last season was actually left in Sir Ralph Maddox's rucksack, which got left behind on Bernard's planet. So, uh... Stylus does not currently have that. I look, I, I believe a man that we were currently with, uh, does she know about, uh, uh, about Ralph? You haven't asked. Okay. Mr. Maddock. You mean Sir Ralph Maddock. Correct. The, the rock Ricker. And he, he had, and I kind of just rub my forehead when I say that. He turned off the machine. And, and she raises an eyebrow at that. He turned off the electrical cage. I, he turned off a machine. I, I assume that was attached to it. She nods and, and like, okay, he turned off a machine. She doesn't expect you to know the full apparatus. Okay. All right. And then it phased? And then, then everything I was told went black. <laughs> <laughs> I see. And she's, uh, she takes this information in and she says, What happened to Sir Ralph? And I will look. I'm gonna look at uh, Miss uh, Worthington. I will look also at uh, Hellcat. And I'm just wondering about, like, and I say openly, how much do we tell about what happened after? I want to make sure I, uh, Rose, based on what happened and the fact that we got home, is it a safe assumption that she assumes that's where Ralph, where Ralph went to his home? Is that an unfair assumption? Because we got home. Uh huh. And then the people who weren't supposed to come with us uh-huh. weren't with us. Uh-huh. Rose thinks that like it's like click your heels three times, Wizard of Oz. I know that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah. would it be an unfair From assumption? From what Brock or the the floaty blue Brock mm-hmm. said, he was sending y'all home. Yeah, so Rose would just simply say he returned home. And she looks ups- not upset, but kind of disappointed in that. Which I'm assuming is another dimension. I think so, too. Is that what that was? I think that's what that was. So that wasn't fake. It certainly would confirm many of my suspicions. Still, it's a shame he was such an 
interesting individual. Interesting is one way to put it. We originally found Sir Ralph in Canada. Our research teams there soon became convinced he had wandered in, as they said, from another dimension. Such things are known to happen from time to time, though this would be only the second well-documented case, not counting shamblers, of course. And of course, given the nature of the shambler, I felt Sir Ralph would be ideally suited to go along on this particular line of inquiry at the Arizona facility. Rose kind of takes that in and nods. He wasn't altogether there. Perhaps, not by our standards, but from what I've read about other accounts of interdimensional wanderers, one must realize that not all of the laws of nature, or in fact the laws of logic, operate the same in every dimension. In fact, there are several known extra-dimensional planes which are inherently counter-logical. For all we know, Sir Ralph could have been considered perfectly sane in his own reality, though given that is only an assumption on my part. In truth, I, by extension the Society, was only alerted to his presence in Canada by a mysterious letter I received from a Mr. Brock. Brock explained all that, so mm-hmm. like we, like I understand. You, re- you remember yeah, this? Like, uh, yes, Mr. Brock. I hate that guy. <laughs> hmm. But he was—he uh, did—he did right by us. Yes. And just, just I wonder, like Daisuke begins to wonder how much of his fucked up life is because of Brock, right? <laughs> and just, hmm. Miss Pauline, you were hired to safeguard the transport of artifacts to Arizona, correct? Uh, yes. Well, though that contract was not completed, I am willing to pay you your agreed-upon fee in light of the sensitive nature of this particular incident. Yes? There you go. Um, huh. Gonna collect for all the other dimensions that you worked for her? (laughs) No. She says, you survived, so she's gonna... Basically, she's offering to pay you, but it's kind of implied that this means, you know, you should probably keep the events under your hat. It's a good thing Alana's out there. She'd be like, hazard pay? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think Hellcat, she'll just kind of nod her head and, um, thanks. Will you be continuing to accompany Miss Worthington and her party, or do you have a more pressing engagement? I don't have anything else lined up right now, so I figured unless something came up, I'd probably be going along with them. Splendid. Your assistance is always invaluable on any assignment. Oh, and I noticed you were both currently wearing the uniforms of the individuals which attacked us earlier. Have you learned anything? We keep what we kill. <laughs> <laughs> and she, they, she's asking this question to the table, basically. Yeah, but does this guy actually say that? Yes. <laughs> her, 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 her lips will get really tight, and she's, she is trying not to laugh. She thinks it's just utterly ridiculous. And Daisuke will look to, uh, like, then... Uh, I think it's fine. I'm trying to make a good. I'm trying to make good with these people, and just like if she's laughing, I'll say, um, "We have apparently made enemy of Karaya and son." It's my father's affairs. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Do we have to kill everybody in this plot that is not related to you? It does seem to be certain people's assumptions of how things will work. She's looking at you. <laughs> I just assume, <laughs> and I'm like carving. I'm carving another. Like I'm taking the a, a, a butter knife off the edge of the table. I'm just carving my uh, my my kanji into it. 
It's like just preparing for later. <laughs> <laughs> so she Take says, this. "It's mine now." Well, all right then. Next order of business: the Russian. I have made certain promises to our Russian colleagues and believe they can be trusted to a point. But, well, let me put it this way: they are extremely secretive about their operations on the moon. We at the society only learned about their prior expeditions when it became known that we were mounting a rescue mission to find our own lost expedition. They contacted us, and frankly, I don't trust things so secret our operatives can't discover them. It makes me uncomfortable, if I'm being entirely honest. They seem very discreet and totally trustworthy. And the、mm. dice case just shaking his head as he says that. <laughs> However, they are promising a lot. So I'm willing to go along with their plans for the moment, but be warned: this Baron is a powerful, ambitious man, and his loyalties are to himself and not to the Tsar. He controls vast swaths of land on Venus and has virtual autonomy from the Russian government. He's practically a nation unto himself. May I be very blunt with you, Mrs. Norton? Yes, please. The reason I've agreed to this is to try to find Margaret. I have no understanding of the political machinations or the power struggles behind this. I just need to find Margaret Van Fleet. Quite right, Miss Worthington. Friends and family first. I appreciate the honesty. However, and this is another thing I wanted to bring up. What in the hell? Please pardon my language. Is going on with your friend, Miss Van Fleet? That is exactly what I would like to know. I understand that you were unwell recently, and that she was caring for you. That is、mm, the best explanation I have for what I've been able to piece together from the events. Does Dice? How much does Dicey know about what happened back then? Because I was kind of, I kind of became familiar with,、uh, like, I get dropped into in and out of visions. How much have I gleaned about what happened? Because I don't think we've ever actually discussed the details. That's all. It's your life. Roll a recall.、Thing. I will roll a recall, and recall is intelligence and will. Intelligence will power to six and an eight. Ooh, eight. Nope. Wait. Nope. That's an that's an eight. Okay. Eight and five. It's thirteen. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So you managed to piece together that she had amnesia, she was kidnapped by Yithians, and someone was running around in her body, and then she came back, and it may 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 not have been her original body, and then she was dying, and now she's got a new new body, which I know about. Like, yeah. I, I was there for that. So. So that's about it. That's about it. Okay. And somehow Margaret was involved in most of this. Yeah. It's the part that Margaret of, of、uh, like. Does, did Dice? Does Dicey know anything?、Ah, Dicey hasn't been there enough. There's a lot of contradicting information out there.、Yeah. So whatever ideas you've come up with, it's probably you have like a couple of theories, and none of them seem to make any sense, and all of them contradict each other. Yeah, that is a very, very confusing woman. Hellcat would know basically everything that Rose knows at this point. I've been talking out everything with her、mm. as I've been going. Right. Does okay. This is meta game a little bit, but no, this is straight up meta gaming. How many,、uh, how many Margarets has、uh, has Hellcat dealt with? So, and it's like this Hellcat. I, yeah, I, I was gonna ask that too, but <laughs> so your memories, you if you try, you can remember most of your lives, but they don't like all fit in your head at once. So you can remember individual 
lifetimes, but only major events you can remember all at the same time. So I'm going to have you roll an intelligence and a vitality. Eight. So you remember this one time. <laughs> what you remember this. Was. You remember this one time where you ended up for somehow meeting up with Margaret and Rose in a world where they never got on board the train and neither did you. And basically, Margaret was chasing Rose because she was saying, no, that's not Rose, that's an alien running around in her body. And basically, there was gunfire exchanged and basically, one of them ended up dying. And then you remember this other time where it's exactly the same thing happened and the other one ended up dying. So there was some violent ass things going on when Rose uh, was under the influence of this other alien, at least in a couple of realities that you remember. And mm, so what happened with this one? God damn it, we don't know what happened to that body. Uh... Whether you want to share this information is totally up to you. Fucking um, roses are out there. <laughs> I, I think she would, uh, like, recalling that, I think she would kind of look at Rose um, and she would she would wait for a, an opportunity to talk to her about it. Kinda... In private? Keeping that close to the chest, I guess. Okay. Right, just to... Sure, sure. Because it's... Private. It's kind of... So do you give her, like, a knowing Rose's... glance? Yeah. Okay, so you do that, and then Mrs. Norton is basically snuffing out her cigar and looking across the room, and it's like, If you'll excuse me, I need to go have a conversation with someone who has just come in. Please, feel free to enjoy the club for as long as you like. On me. It has been a long evening. I... If there's nothing else, I'm ready to go home. Then please, by all means, I shall call in the morning regarding travel plans. Very well. Um, I want to know what her mood... Can I use intuition and understand what kind of mood she's in when she said that uh, she's going to go... Sure. Her mood. Like, is she going to meet somebody that she likes or... Okay, so intuition and intelligence, I'm assuming? Sure. Okay. Uh, five. Yeah. Well, while he could I have made some sort of perceptive role to see if I could see what change that caused her to say that? Or who came, or who sure. came in? Yeah. Right. Yes, please do. Is that just, would investigation work on that? Um, what did I get? Oh, you didn't get anything. It's just she's looking at someone who just came in on the other side of the room. Okay. Is it just straight perception, no investigation? Mm-hmm. Try to investigate everything. I'm trying. Oh, that was terrible for. Yeah. Nope. You don't get anything. That's fine. But she looks intent on having a conversation with someone, and she gets up from the booth. And she nods to you all and then heads heads over to there. Can I watch where she goes before we leave? Yes, there's a woman who just walked in and who seems a little bit upset and she's talking with her and like calming her down, putting a hand on her shoulder and, and then eventually gestures towards one of the private rooms so that they can speak in private. Do I recognize this woman? Nope. All right, well, I'll look to Daisuke and Hellcat Pauline and I guess um, Zola, get, though she let us get crazy doesn't really crowd. have much of a... <laughs> like Zola. I'm ready to go. Okay. Um, if you guys want to stay, I want to come. You. I'm giving you a choice. What happened to your accent? Yeah. No, no, this is me. Like the oh. like. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is stylus talking. Oh yeah. How are you today? <laughs> um, I work for you, and I under, like I. It's I wouldn't want it like 
your home was invaded. I'm not leaving. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> this seems like a good time for party. <laughs> it's like, yeah, slap ten dollars down. <laughs> no, um, yeah, just follow. Uh, uh, yeah, follow home. Make sure everyone's safe. Strip uh, Zola down to nothing. Again. <laughs> so time, you guys head home. Time yeah. To, yeah. Time okay. to pray. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hellcat is not uh, not gonna go clubbing. Okay. So you guys, you guys head home, and uh, the military have pretty much cleared up the front. Although they've uh, they posted some soldiers in the park across the street, and they're there. And the house is kind of a shambles. There's been like a tarp put up over the front door, and the servants are pissed off. <laughs> and your mother and father have already gone to bed. Oh, perfect! I don't have to talk to them. Yeah. Uh, basically, also the mother's bedroom has been damaged, so they're in—they're both sharing your father's bedroom. Where's uh, Felix? Uh, Felix is still downstairs, and he's still asleep. Okay, sitting Covering on sitting at a, on a basically in a chair in the reception parlor. All right, I'm going to take forty any money that he has. <laughs> I take it off of him. Oh shit, we're he's not get, here. We're gonna, have, gonna have to get Mike back in order to, to see, see if he, if he wakes, wakes up, up or not. Oh god damn it! <laughs> I did this specifically when he wasn't here. <laughs> no, he's nearby. God damn it! Uh, okay, fine. Let's see if he wakes up. Feeling passed out. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a plot point for that because you were doing a very good passed out man. Yep. Okay, I'm going to turn your mic up again. There you go. Yes, what sir. am I doing? I'm rolling. So, you are passed out. You are asleep. On, in a chair, and two step uh, down. A Japanese man is molesting your corpse for money. What am I? Uh, <laughs> what am I rolling for this? Agility? Can it be agility? Do you have covert? No. <sighs> yeah, then you're. It then is it's agility, agility, but okay, it's just a straight up D10. What am I rolling to counter? Five. Basically, uh, a perception. But he's asleep, so. Yeah, let's do a. Lo- it's gonna be a high difficulty here. Wait, what did you roll? Um, five. Not oh very, dear. Yeah. Okay, so just just roll your your perception uh, and alertness, and let's say Jesus Christ, uh, step down dice. step down your perception two steps because you're asleep. So leave your alertness at what it is, but uh, step down your perception. Please five. Okay, we match. He wakes up. Okay, I slide a hand him. God okay. damn it. Roll that. Step down. Obviously. No, you're awake now. Oh, I'm awake? Yeah. Okay. Uh, however, if you're using agility, then step that one down because you're wearing heavy armor and gloves that you're not familiar with. So I'm getting step ups, uh, step uh, steps up for uh, perception because yeah. it's nighttime. So, mm-hmm. no, so I'm no, wait, stepping wait, down. No, your alertness is stepped up. Your perception stays at what it is. Okay. All right. So, so yeah. So just one step down on your agility, Mike. Eight. This is a game. We gotta play the game. We gotta play the game. God damn it. Okay, so what what was your number? (sighs) Eight. (laughs) Okay, so you're rummaging through his pockets. Anything interesting you'd like to take? Uh, give me something random. That is Martian one, but that you got Kala's wallet. I gotta mark that off. You got Kala's wallet. Taken the wallet from you. Um, my pawn ticket. Uh, just cash. Um. You can't, uh, can't take my bandolier. I'm wearing it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be an incredible... Somebody's stealing someone's underwear while they're wearing it. Probably my gloves. You took the Westinghouse armor gloves. You have that on you. It's, those it's, are huge. Oh, are really? you wearing okay. them? Then no, then those are probably just uh, okay. elsewhere then. No, so... Whew, yeah. 
ceramic plate. Oh, that's all just marked on armor. Yeah, it's just cash. You just want to take his cufflinks? I had to take his nipple tassels before that. <laughs> okay, no, I've read the. I've listened to it. That is not canon. He said the nipple tassels were not canon. Okay, they're not canon. They're not canon. I did put some on this morning. Unless, <laughs> unless they're, <laughs> unless they're on your your no, sheet there. No, it's not. It's okay. not. I took those. Apparently, took those off at the uh, at Bennigan's. No, yeah. at Bennigan's, the GM said that was not canon. <laughs> Something was twirling on my nips. <laughs> Oh, that's a uh, mystery you have very long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna are these long not... enough to. Are these not what land. yours look like? <laughs> Zola, come here. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just pretend I never heard that and try to suppress that. All right. <laughs> from so my memory. what am I getting? Because I'm reaching for something. Okay. Well, let's just say you, you get, get more a, money. You get a good time. Is what you get. <laughs> yeah, I get a good time. All right. <laughs> right let's, there let's say the, you just right there get in the living money. room. Uh, roll, roll, uh, roll two d twenties. Good. God, 2d20s? To see how much cash he gets. Oh, okay. You get $17. Okay. Write that down on your character sheet. By the way, have you been writing down how much money you've been fleecing out of people? Yeah. Okay, good. You, you get another $17. Dice gave removed $17. He's like, out of a job. <laughs> so I had 40 then is that like... Honestly, I have not been keeping track of that, so I'll just <laughs> determine how much, uh, I allow you to determine how much I have left. Fair enough. Because I don't, like, it doesn't mean much to uh, dice gay at the moment. Huh? Okay, so you do that. So basically, you're just tickling each other at this point. Yeah. And, uh, do you guys want to do anything about else? <laughs> Rose is going up to her room, I but I just not go to Hellcat Go in your room. Okay. Yeah, uh, Hellcat is not, she's... She gives them a look and is like, no. So they're tickling each other. No, she just kind of shakes her head and walks away. <laughs> they're having a tender moment. I don't I don't know what I did last <laughs> night, but I assume it wasn't this. <laughs> and I just, Daisuke just pats him on the head and he'll just, I am, I honestly am very glad to be working with you. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm metagame that bullshit. <laughs> mm. And well, might be short-lived. I just got fired. I throw him out of the house. <laughs> you do. <laughs> do you? Uh, and I just, like, I ask him, you, Miss Worthington, fired? I, I guess I missed the fine print. I think he was upset about the house because I didn't protect the property. But It I... was penetrated by many, many individuals. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I... a good use of the word penetrated. <laughs> I suspect that was the reason. That is pr- probably, yes... I'm going to say yes. <laughs> so you're comfortable. You don't necessarily feel like moving. Do you want to leave the house or do you want to sleep there? Uh, You don't want to wake up next to Mr. Worthington. <laughs> like, no. Not dressed like that. <laughs> not dressed like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I actually look down and be like, what? You don't remember putting on that armor. Why am I wearing a dead man's clothes? <laughs> I honestly cannot tell. And I get up and I just, I leave him there with his thoughts. <laughs> okay. So you, you and Zola go down. Well, actually, Zola is going to help the ladies uh, change first, but you can go down to her room. I'll wait by in... her room and just, no, I'm not okay. going to let myself in. We're in comfortable clothes. Zola does not need to help us get out of this. So she, you, you tell her I, this? I tell her, I'm like, okay. w- w- your services are not needed this evening. Wait, I thought you, okay, yeah. And she nods and she goes down to her room. Okay. So... Meanwhile, upstairs, in Rose's room, uh, you guys go upstairs, and it's it's kind of... Everything is still kind of a mess. There are some servants still trying to clean stuff up, mostly just like cleaning up from the party and cleaning up from the disaster. 
and off in the distance there are the sound of the fire brigade and everything going on. Um, so yeah, you guys get ready for bed? Basically, yes. Um, I'm checking my room because Daisuke said it was on fire. <laughs> but it's not. It oh. looks like it hasn't been. Okay. <sighs> mm-hmm. So, uh, do you guys want to have any further conversation? I'm going to interrupt. Are they in the room? <laughs> You're not in the room. You're downstairs, weren't you? <laughs> oh, knock, God knock, damn knock. it. <laughs> okay, sure. There's a knock on your bedroom door as you guys are Keep changing. Keep them legs closed. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> you. Um, so, um, how how far into our change have we gotten? I'm going to say halfway. All right. Well, I put on like my house robe or whatever, sure. and I open the door. Uh, what what are you uh, what are you what are you wearing, Hellcat? Um, I guess if I see that she's going to open the door, she just puts her duster on to cover everything. Up. Okay. There's some fan art. So there's a cowboy standing wearing wearing mercenary <laughs> armor standing at your bedroom door. Mr. Lee, how can I help you this evening? Well, I've just been informed that. Probably because of the incident revolving the house and the umbrella, your father has terminated my contract. Oh. <laughs> uh, what are you doing in my house? He's <laughs> like, well, uh, Mr. Lee, I wish I could say it's been a pleasure. Best of luck in your future endeavors. <laughs> Are you going to have to roll a new character? We've already discussed uh, rolling already a new character. Of, okay. I, I, trust me, if it wasn't this, I would have had a bloody battle with Murphy. One way or another, <laughs> Lee wasn't going to survive past this. Oh, he was kind of useful. Or retire. <laughs> oh, you were just going through so many fucking characters. <laughs> oh my god. Nah, well, we'll see. We'll see. It depends on what he does in his weirdness. So. Can you play a psychiatrist next time? <laughs> <laughs> How about just a doctor with lots of medical skills? I was thinking about playing a non-combat <laughs> character, Ooh. but we'll see. Anyway, yeah. so yes, um, best of luck in your future endeavors. Get out. <laughs> All right. Was well, there something else? Get out. I'm just looking. You, you're looking around? Yeah. Okay. Yes, you, uh, do I see? You see Hellcat. Well, I suppose now that the contract's over, it's all right now. <laughs> And I leave. Okay. Oh with that, my god. With that awkwardness done, <laughs> the door closes. Yeah, Rose, just like, she doesn't understand half of what that gentleman was thinking. Uh-huh. So Do yeah. I run back into him? No, I'm downstairs. He's downstairs. Yeah, he well, down I mean, the obviously, if I'm leaving the house, when I... No, no, no. I, down. Oh, I went, you went down, down. Oh, oh yeah. You're underground right now. Let's just say I went downtown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, god Walking fast. Faces past in your homebound. <laughs> I'm, and I'm Mars bound. Let's just say that. <laughs> Daisuke. Is there is... like a nightstand or anything next to the hmm? like open hole of the house? Uh, there are like umbrellas and coats and stuff in the vestibule. Basically, I'm looking for something that obviously anyone leaving this household will coat rack. We'll see. My coat's up front. There you go. I'll leave it in his coat. What are you leaving? I'm not telling him. Oh, okay, you're leaving <laughs> something in his coat. <laughs> okay. Some yeah. erotic horse art. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you can tell me secret. later. Yeah. Hellcat would have been glaring, at, like, glaring after that comment of, I guess it's okay now <laughs> that the contract's over or whatever. <laughs> it's so weird. She's just like, Rosa's just like, he is so strange. And she'll finish getting ready. Mm-hmm. And she's 
been spending the nights in the same bed, so Rose mm-hmm. is assuming it's the same situation. Yep. Um, so, I mean, if Rose is just blowing it off, like, doesn't really care, she kind of gives, like, one last, like, eye roll. Like, I know the door is shut, but she just, like, looks again and then goes back to getting ready for bed. <laughs> Finish getting ready, Rose gets into bed. She watches to make sure that Hellcat is taking the springs out of her arms. Yeah, so that's actually kind of a big deal for you, because you generally sleep with the springs in, in case you get, like, bushwhacked in the middle of the night. So you're ready to stab someone in case they sneak up on you. But to make her more comfortable, considering you've been sleeping in close proximity, you've been taking the springs out of your arms and putting them under the pillow. So your swords can't pop out in the middle of the night. In other words, you're avoiding nocturnal, uh, 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 Shish <laughs> nocturnal, you know, uh, releases of your swords. Late night kebabbing. Nocturnal releases, really? I like that. That's a good turn of phrase. Yes. <laughs> no, um, does Rose know, like, how significant that is? No, but it, she, she, she sees it as polite mm-hmm. and reassuring. Mm-hmm. Hellcat hasn't um, explained anything. She's yeah. like... For your comfort, and the first night you did it, you took them out, and you've continued to do it ever since. <laughs> and basically, the reason why you started sharing a bed instead of just sleeping in a chair beside her is that she would be waking up with nightmares, and you've been comforting her. Oh, yeah. That's the whole reason that we've been sharing. And then you just haven't stopped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With- have the night Have the nightmares slowed down? Yeah. Yeah, I think every night she's been in a bed with me, I haven't had anything super bad. Maybe there was once. Mm. But you uh, you succeeded those sanity rules. Mm -hmm. I think that now is probably when Hellcat would... Okay, so the memory that I was able to recall was when... When Rose was possessed... Mm -hmm. They in two different lifetimes they ended up killing one one another. Uh, I, I kind of wanted to earlier tonight. Um, I was just thinking back, and I feel like there's something you should maybe know. Uh, when we met previously, there have been times when uh, possession caused some difficult situations with Margaret. Rose is kind of nodding and waiting for you to work through your thoughts. Well, I guess um, in different lifetimes, you each have killed each other. She she kind of frowns at that. I I don't know what to say to that. I don't I don't really know either. I just thought. So, after that bombshell, there's an awkward silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now. Yeah. And did you want to ask, you know, Rose has been really chill about this other lifetime stuff. Do you want to ask maybe some more questions about yeah, this? Yeah, she's been trying to process it. Like, when it first came up, she's just like, okay, like, she experienced, Rose has experienced her own things, but the more Hellcat's sharing with her, the more Rose is realizing her experience is not the same. 
Mm-hmm. Like, at first, I think she was kind of just like, no, I did that too. And now she's like, no, this is different. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to... So roll... Uh, this is for Hellcat. Roll vitality and willpower. Didn't roll well. Five. Okay, so you get a sudden headache, and it is very clear by the look on your face that you are struggling with something, and you just this is like a migraine-level pain in your head. And suddenly you get like this flood of memories. But you remember one time when you are basically at war, and Rose Worthington was a commander in the Resistance, and you were talking to her in her command tent, and you were trying to tell her something, but it didn't come out right, and you ended up talking about strategic issues that weren't really that significant that night. And then another time, you were in Hawaii fighting science pirates, and you were under fire, and you wanted to make a gallant confession, saying, well, in case we don't make it out of this alive, I just want you to know. But then a bomb went off, and you didn't get to complete your thought. And then you charged it. You both charged into battle. And then this other time, you were on board an airship, and there were pirate clowns who were invading from space and from another dimension. And also there were rocket people. And you wanted to do the same thing, but suddenly a pie flew out of nowhere and hit Rose in the face, and the moment was ruined. And she died. <laughs> Yes, and then she fell off of the airship, and you said, No! <laughs> and then this other time, well, basically, you get the idea. There was a huge number of memories that come flooding out where you have tried to confess your feelings, but every time you're goddamn, you've never, ever been able to do this in any reality. She's physically in pain, like I can see. Yeah, she's physically in pain. I will jump up, because I assumed I was sitting on the side of the bed at this point. I'll jump yeah. up, and I'll rush over to her, and I'll, like put my hands like like on her shoulder and her back and be like, are you okay? And you, um, the, the, the pain subsides and you feel that Rose is sitting by you and is concerned. Well, I, I think that even before even the pain starts to subside, like I think that she just, all, cause all of these things are just flashing through and she, obviously it's, you just gotta say it, you just gotta do something. And so I think as soon as Rose comes over to her, and reaches out to touch her, Hellcat is gonna kind of grab her hand and she's just gonna pull her in and she's just gonna kiss her. And hopefully that makes the flood of everything just stop. I don't think this is what Rose was expecting. (laughs) So has Rose ever... is Is this her first kiss? Oh, she's rolling a die. She's rolling a book. Yes or no. Um, no. This is her first kiss. Oh my goodness. Ah. Okay. So what what do? I think like she, she So, I don't know. I don't know how long you were planning on having like this contact, but her, her first initial reaction be to freeze. And th- she's like, "Am I being attacked right now?" <laughs> no, no. <laughs> my senses so are she alive. She has the defense mechanism of a deer in headlights right now. <laughs> yeah, basically. Right. She's like <clears throat> Alright, um, so you grabbed her arm and you pulled her over and you kissed her. Uh, did you do anything else or is it just lip contact at this point? Just just lip contact. And when you like freeze up and tense up, 
which is what I'm, or when she, like, then, uh, Hellcat would, I think that she would, assuming that did stop the flow of just, I'm gonna say yes. Um, then she would just kind of take a step back and, like, look down, like, awkwardly. (laughs) Rose will be looking at her with, like, big eyes, and her cheeks are flushed, and she's holding her breath right now. She's like, no, yeah, no, Rose has uh, no words. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I, y- you know that, um, you know that I've lived lifetimes with you before. And I never, never had the chance to tell you how I feel, and I don't want to make that mistake again. (laughs) And then she's going to kind of look up. I can go if I need to. Um, Rose is going to grab your hand in return this time. And she's shaking her head as she's still trying to like collect her thoughts. She's like, I I don't know about previous lifetimes, but that was the first time in this lifetime that has happened to me, and I'm sorry if I did something wrong. So now she's Rose is apologizing to you. I think at that, like at like the absurdity of that, um I think Helka it's gonna like She's just gonna look up and smile and just kind of laugh a little bit, like, just, like, the ridiculousness of all the tension, of all this, like, built up, like, forever, and that that Rose is like, I'm sorry I did it wrong. (laughs) I think she's just gonna, she's gonna laugh, and, um, you said you took her hand. Yeah. She took her hand, so, uh... She didn't want her to pull away. Would give her hand a little squeeze and draw Rose in closer and give her a hug and say no you you didn't do anything wrong Rose knows how to hug people she hugs her back <laughs> so she yeah you you guys are getting your hugs on um once like maybe she's she's not calming down cuz her heart's still kind of racing but once she's acclimated maybe a little bit she'll she'll like not like break the embrace but lean back to look at Hellcat like their face is very close sure and she'll she'll pause a moment and see if Hellcat does anything first so does Hellcat do anything first um I think Hellcat will kind of like withdraw like and um not step back like really far but out of the hung and take Rose's other hand and um just look down at their hands and then look up and look Rose in the eyes and I I should have I should have said this several times before and I just never could but I love you Rose Worthington um Rose Rose is blinking again (laughs) um and this time she'll she'll like if Hellcat took that one step back, she'll take the one step in and she will press her lips to Hellcat's. So she's 
Well, given the difference in height you guys have, I'm guessing she's doing the thing where she's like standing on her tiptoes and she's like kissing you. She probably uh, has like one hand still on your in your hand, but the other hand is like trying to like le- leverage herself up on your shoulder. That is adorable. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Hellcat will then. I mean, she'll she'll lean down and she'll put her um, hand around her back and kiss her back. And curtains flutter, fade to black. Yeah, I, was like, I think that's where we're gonna call it. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Hello, Ethernauts! And so goes the season finale of season two of Ethernautica. It's been six long months since the penultimate episode, so apologies for the lateness. However, we absolutely plan to continue and have some surprises coming for season three. As for this episode and this season, we would like to thank Kelly for her inestimable assistance as editor and producer, as well as playing the part of Rose Worthington. I would like to thank Stylus for his incalculable work as our sound technician and playing the part of Dice Hana. I would like to also thank Mike and Emily for playing the parts of Felix Lee and Hellcat Pauline, respectively. Please visit our website at ethernauticapodcast.com and check out our Discord and Twitter accounts from there. All music in this episode, with the exception of that dubstep track used in jest, was written and performed by Kevin McLeod and can be found on incompetech.com. All credits in the show notes. And until we see you again in Season 3, we at Ethernautica hope you stay safe and well. See you next time! Inestimable for her inestimable, 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 inestimable for her inestimable, changing that for her inestimable, for her, for her inestimable, 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 for her inestimable assistance, inestimable assistance. So she, yeah, you, you guys are getting your hugs on. Um, can I uh, ask one thing? Mm-hmm. Sure. How often has Hellcat written this scenario out in a story? And how did that usually go? So Hellcat is a writer. So would this have shown up in any of her fiction in previous lifetimes? Mm-hmm. Because you really haven't had a chance to write anything up for this in this reality yet. Violet and Angry Dog. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You had tons of time just waiting like by Rose's bedside at Dr. Frankenstein's. Did you write any like erotic fiction? <laughs> no one should know about my friend, erotic friend fiction. <laughs> um, I don't know that it, she probably would have been writing like when she was, but I don't know about erotic fiction. Um, just holding hands. That's, that's, that's as erotic as it no. gets. No, uh, I think... Ungloved hands. In in previous lifetimes, she probably, like, it never would have been so directly obvious, but I think that there would have been, like, some pretty heavy undertones, because I don't know that 
I mean, obviously she, up until this moment, has never really been able to act on it, even though it's been this, like, so I think there would be, in um, just other stories, there would be some, like, undertones, some pretty heavy undertones. Um, so you think about... But never anything directly. So you think about that, but uh, the hug goes on, and it, it goes on for a little while, and then what do? Um, <laughs> I know what I want to do, but I'm trying to decide if that's what Rose would do. <clears throat> Maybe if you say it in Korean. No, or... oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Kisu is kiss in Korean. Anyway, so is Popo. <laughs> anyway, um, no, Rose will... <laughs> okay, I'm going to have all three of you roll initiative. I know this was coming. Okay. Yeah, I was like, it's, yep. <laughs> we, we, we got pretty far. Well... Yeah, he's probably going to be pissed when he realizes mm. how far you got. <laughs> Hang on, let me get a d12. Oh, now I finally fucking roll higher than a 3 oh, on wait, my d12. no, Zola isn't there. Okay. Ooh, oh, oh, shit. I botched. <gasps> on Uh-oh. initiative, it's fine, it's just you, a botch. Did you only roll one die? I rolled two. Oh. A 10 and a 6. And, and you, oh, Sudge. Okay. Sudge. Hang on. I said Sudge. <laughs> what do you know of the Black Tauren? Black Talon. No, Talon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Mrs. Norton, and I'll have a seat. Huh? I say Mrs. Norton, and then I'll have a seat. I'll have a seat. I thought you said you ha- you'll have tea. I'll have tea. <laughs> okay. Um, Long Island ass tea. Okay. So, uh, because you generally sleep with the springs in, in case you get, like, bushwhacked in the middle of the night, like, you're ready to, like, stab a mofo, and... I'm never going to say that again. Yeah, uh, so you're ready to stab someone? With- have the night have the nightmare slowed down? Yeah. Yeah. Every, I think every night she's been in a bed with me, I haven't had anything super bad. Maybe there was once. Mm. But you uh, you succeeded those sanity rules. So mm-hmm. every time, so- every night I go to bed with you. No, I know like, that's not dice game. <laughs> Every night I go to bed with you, I have to have, I have to roll sanity. <laughs> yes, and then she fell off of the airship, and you said, give me, give me a good Darth Vader-style Padme has just died. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to use that. Just free, free, I'm going to use that. I'm going to do some effects and echoes and shit, and I'm going to use that. No. Okay. And then this other time... Um- I think that even before even the pain starts to subside, like I think that she just all because all of these things are just flashing through, and she obviously it's you just gotta say it, you just gotta do something, and so I think as soon as Rose comes over to her and reaches out to touch her, Hellcat is gonna kind of grab her hand and she's just gonna pull her in and she's just gonna kiss her. And hopefully that makes the flood of everything just stop. Or continue very... <laughs> so that happens. And I think we broke Kelly. Yeah. She has her hands pressed over her mouth. And she's, she's she's trying to prevent the squee. Daisuke knocks on the door. Like, <laughs> no! Gentlemen, <laughs> stop knocking on my door! I've been trying to get this to happen for a long time now. Can I, can I put you down as a reference on my, uh, my resume? <laughs> Okay, so squee happens. Uh, so kiss happens. Kelly squeed. Rose is kissed. Uh, um. 
I love you, Rose Worthington. She's squeeing again, just so you know. She's doing a little dance in her seat. You, I was you like, guys, there's silence. Yeah, yeah. Dead. She's she's putting her hands over her mouth to like stop the squee. I'm gonna play such <laughs> sappy music at this you point. Should. I just want to let you guys know. <clears throat> I can just imagine uh, uh, Felix is out there on the street raising a glass to the to the window. It's like, here's to you, ladies. <laughs> and, then, and then someone pokes her head out of the window and says, "I, I think you want the other house down the way." <laughs> You have the wrong house. <laughs> no. Um, no, thank you guys for, for derailing what I was going to say. Okay, sorry, <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. No, that's fine. Um, so the, the... Rose, Rose is blinking again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, Rose is going to have some thoughts later, though. Hmm. Does Yeast. Hellcat love her or these other versions of her? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck me up, man. Don't do that. This is, this is the fiction I would be writing. <laughs> So, I'm obviously not going to roleplay this part of it, but uh, when you guys wake up in the morning, what's going to have happened? Are the springs in or out? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we just leave it to the imagination? I mean, we could do that. In my mind, they, I think that they would have just cuddled and that Hellcat maybe probably would have gotten one of the best nights of sleep like a long time because she finally like... Fair enough. We can leave yeah, it. We like, can leave it. Vague. For Rose's first mm-hmm. in- romantic encounter, there'd probably be lots of kissing and maybe some cuddling and petting, but not much more than that. That's fair. <clears throat> and Rose realized she is not comfortable lying down on a metal piece of arm, yeah. and it's just like, oh god, I, we, I love. No, her that's too happened much. before. That <laughs> she woke up. To on be that fair, before. she still oh. has those silk things. I always thought she mm-hmm. took off the other arm that she was lying down on, so that she could lie down properly, and then just. I don't think it's drape. as easy to remove. <laughs> no, it's super hard. Are you gonna? Do I have to roll like for sleep stuff, or are we uh, gonna do we that? Can save that till next episode. Okay, good. Yay. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. And have a whole bunch of dreams about being strangled by a thou- by a thousand uh, like. Uh, Thank you, Hellcats. Emily. Oh. <laughs> that was super sweet. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> I know he's waiting for you to have that particular kind of scene. <laughs> I was blushing during it. Though. <laughs> you guys are gonna paint. You guys are gonna like act out my erotic fan fiction for me. <laughs> oh, I, I was already and thinking then, about writing something and then it happened. So I'm like, oh. And then the horse comes and in. And then even <laughs> if I wrote it, I couldn't release it yet cuz this freaking episode's not going to come out till like next fucking year. <laughs> Work faster. Fair enough. <laughs> Working on it. Yeah. Okay, so I think we should break for lunch. When when's thing going to get here? Um 10 minutes. Okay. 10 minutes. So yeah, things happen. I know you have to be gone by uh, by one. So. And yeah, we actually made good time. This mm-hmm. is pretty good. Yeah, I had a lovely time. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys. No more feelings. It's always fun when I get to get to come play. How about you dice? Uh, uh, discuss. Well, it really comes down to what he wants as plot direction. I've already offered my suggestions. So <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down. I just I really hope. Uh, your suggestion doesn't okay. make... Well, I mean, it really depends, you know, do you guys want a return character, or do you want a new character? Um, return character? Like, I don't, we, we can't deal with sparks on the moon. That's going to fucking kill us. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, unfortunately, it's just the way everything... He has a new occupation, and when I hope he, he doesn't have hands to the picture, it's going to be amazing. By the way, <laughs> I, this was not discussed with me, but uh, I, I'm interested. 
I'm a PE teacher now. <laughs> Explosion. No, we talked about it. He's a. Oh yeah. Okay, well you can tell me after the. Yeah. I'm a child he psychologist. Was drunk, probably, but <laughs> probably, yeah. I mean, I heard your other character description, and yeah. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. But I'm worried. <laughs> uh oh. I'm in, I'm in trouble. Right. Yeah. No. I. No. Is it a is it a gothic uh, vampire larper? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's we could, that. We could push my subplot. <laughs> you want Mike to be a a, a Japanese person? <gasps> there's no guarantee that uh, that uh, Genki uh, actually married a uh, a Japanese man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, I'm hungry and tired. Maybe it was Felix all along. <laughs> oh no! I would have reckoned. <laughs> no. maybe, yeah. that, maybe that's why we we act the way we do. <laughs> Did you and Mike agree to have Mr. Worthington fire him? No, I mean it just came up. It just, it just came felt up. right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, he was so bad at everything. <laughs> yes. I mean, there was Except no for log- shooting. There was no there was logical no way. <laughs> yeah. There was no logical way Mr. Worthington would in- maintain his employment after the fiasco at dinner. Well. That wasn't his fault, but even at, I'm like, talking it, about storming in with a bottle of before, vodka in one hand and and stealing things from the servants with the other. Before <laughs> the people started killing each other, yeah, he that's made true. a thing. That's true too. <laughs> well, God, even before the fucking party, he like came into our own family dinner and started reporting him about my sex life. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that was probably he probably has been meaning to fire him for a while at that point, but <laughs> it's gotten the away. Out of the bag. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rose is literally like, well, thank. Thank you for well, confirming he had, that to, I he had to do something in order to calm the the missus because yeah, yeah, the house burned down. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but her room caught on fire because of the uh, the flare, and mm-hmm. then like the guests were like putting it out with like buckets of water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh man, you Those? missed some interesting stuff, Emily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Murphy's character fired a flare up the chimney trying to signal his ship but he didn't realize that the chimney had bends in it so the first bend it hit it exploded and a bunch of no one was in the room at the time maybe a servant stealing some sherry or or going or maybe folding dresses or something or but like i can just imagine like this purple flare with fire and soot shooting out of the goddamn fireplace. Oh, <laughs> this was fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Colleen's character coming back. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had a whole thing planned, but unfortunately, I think she got stuck at work doing stuff. Yeah, I pinged her. It's like, are you still stuck at work? And she hasn't responded. Yeah, I almost sent her a text, but then I was like, well, if she's stuck at work, that might be meaner than like... I mean. We're having such good time over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. My headcanon is that she <clears throat> did come back to the house when a battle was going on, but then was like, like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Not my not my job. Probably not the best time. <laughs> yeah, I'll come back. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it for the episode. Yep. Then Felix, she comes back a little later, and then Felix uses seduction on her. <laughs> Are you working today? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so you gotta wrap it soon anyway. All right. Yeah. All right, so we're going to log off here. Yep. Bye, okay. Emily. Bye, Thank Emily. You. Thank you. Bye. It was good to hear your voice. Yeah, you too. Bye.
okay. I hung up the call, so now this is just a special bonus. Thanks, guys. You guys are great. I love you. Mwah.